It's time for the Not Bad Dad Podcast with Fuzz. It's 170 bucks on Wayfair to buy a nice, like, home-use urinal. And Jeff. It's like a sack full of poop bumping your leg. It's the most disgusting feeling. Let's start the show. So, you, you know what I've been thinking a lot about lately? Probably too much. Did you, did you know? I know you don't drink a lot. Um. I, I do. <laughs> you don't drink at all now. Okay. I haven't uh, had a drink in two years. Good for you, man. Um, I haven't oh. had a, a drink in about 10 hours. So um, Snoop Dogg has a yeah. a new wine called Cali Red. Yes. From 19 that- Crimes. But Crip. Yes. Right? Like, yes. Uh, How does it justify I keep- that to all the LBCs? I I keep a blue flag hanging out on my left side, or yes. hanging on my back side, but only on the left yeah. side. Yeah, that's the right. crip side. Blue yes. should have been like Cali blue, or maybe, uh, maybe, he's just about the money. Well, you know? it is. It's or he could have crossed out the word red. You know, yeah, right, that's, right. That's what you should do. But uh, maybe he's just more elevated than that. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I don't think like uh, I I did see that he has a Cali Rose now, but I was thinking like Cali White wouldn't sound like a good a good name no. of a wine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Ca- Cali uh, Moscato. Uh, yeah. No, I just don't. I don't feel like it. Uh, it'd work. At least it wouldn't hit as hard having Snoop Dogg on that. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like a. Like forty-year-old mom in her kitchen drinking a bottle of that. Now they love it. They yeah. lo- I have. I have. <clears throat> I know forty-year-old moms who who love that, and they love the Snoop Dogg wine, and they buy it because it's got Snoop Dogg on oh, it. So, well, I mean, his, his I bought brand. Some, I, yeah, I bought some the other day because it had Snoop Dogg on it. I'm not going to exactly. lie. Exactly. And so his brand is is you know strong with that demographic. So yeah. I think uh, I think even more so than you and I. I think uh, the the mom market for the moms needing wine is huge, and Snoop Dogg fits right into that. Agreed. Good. Get your money, Snoop Dogg. I'm. Uh, he's got it. I'm not, oh, he does. He does. I. Uh, Do you think he's got a bigger net worth? I mean, I'm sure we could Google it. Than like Fifty Cent, because Fifty Cent yeah. always they always make that big deal of him selling you know vitamin water. No, I think I feel like I feel like Snoop. Or I feel like. 50 cent is selling vitamin water because he needs the money. I feel like Snoop Dogg is selling wine because he's a businessman. But I thought 50 sold the brand to Coke. Like I thought he invested in it and then sold it. Oh, 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 yes. But you know what? You're right. I think you are right. There was a, a he. So the the and reason he got heavy into crypto early too. I thought he got paid in Bitcoin for something like on uh, one of his albums, like uh What's his third album? Get get I think crypto or in, die trying. Yeah, I think he got paid in crypto on that and didn't realize and and did pretty well off that. So mm. I uh, I think he's he's uh he was in that sort of age of business people where it was getting more into entrepreneurial stuff. Where I think it was like he didn't have the option to get paid in cash on some of these things, and so it was sort of like we'll give you X, and then he 
seemed to either make good decisions or, you know, the good decisions fell in his lap. Whereas I feel like Snoop Dogg was already so established at that point yeah. where it's like, you know, like Willie Nelson, like pay me my cat, you know, pay me in money in cash right. in a bag when I show up and that's all I want. <laughs> well, uh, Jay-Z talks about it a lot where he, he says, you know, you, uh, essentially saying you got your advance up front, but I'm making my money on the, on the back end on the, right. um, uh, getting that, uh, um, the royalties, the royalties. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, well, Lil Wayne was always like that too. I saw an interview with him once and I'm, I'm not the hugest Lil Wayne fan. Like I couldn't name like 10 songs by him. I know personally, I think he's better on songs that he does with other people. That's the topic like, of this week's show is name 10 Lil Wayne songs. So I thought maybe you would have done your homework, but <laughs> Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne's good in like, for me, when he gets like one awesome verse, like and yeah. on the back end of like a pop song or something for Otherwise, me, like that's. Yeah, it's just punchlines. Oh, punchline, punchline, punchline. And it, they're right. good. I think they're good. It just gets a little exhausting. Right. And so I think he did a really good job. Uh, I saw an interview with him once, and he was talking about how uh, somebody asked him, like, oh, do you want to be the best or, you know, person, uh, artist in your in your label? And he's like, no. He's like, I want all of these other artists to be better than me. And they're like, wow, that's really big of you. You know, like a lot of people wouldn't say that. And he's like, well, he's like, obviously, you know, I want to be the best, but he's like, I get paid every time, you know, Nicki Minaj, you know, does well. I get paid every time these artists do well. And so the bigger they get, the better it is for me. Yeah. He's like, so do I want to be the best? Yes. He's like, but do I want them to be better than me? He's like, definitely, because, you know, then I'm getting paid off their work. <laughs> so <laughs> the, the, the reason I thought 50 Cent wasn't as highly sought after as Snoop Dogg though was because I oh. it was recently within the last five years or uh -huh. not even like as well like I, I thought he was having problems because he was in Menominee Falls, Wisconsin. I believe it was what? Menominee Falls signing bottles of his whatever liquor he was selling uh -huh. at a Woodman's. Oh wow. For like twenty five bucks a bottle. Wow. So and he was I, just there visiting Screech and then <laughs> oh, and then uh, too, too soon. soon. Ah, there was no bad ill t intent there. He's probably just visiting Screech and then, um, you know, decided, hey, I'm going to pop over to Woodman's. And then yeah. it's like, well, I can make a couple hundred, you know, a couple thousand dollars here right. signing bottles. So why not? Right. Yeah. You know, Screech died, right? Yeah, I, I do. Oh, OK. OK. I wasn't sure. I do. I saw your <clears throat> prostate cancer or something. And then like a week later, it's like and he's dead. Yeah, it was very, uh, very advanced, apparently, when they found it. So <laughs> I uh, don't have prostate cancer, and I uh, had my check yesterday. That's how I know. Oh, wow. See? <laughs> I'm good on this timing thing. <laughs> my uh, my doc gave me an A-plus and five gold stars for my... Uh, my Performance? My, for my, for my <laughs> Actually, it's so funny. All right. All right. Dad talk here. Um. <clears throat> Uh, for those of you listening who aren't 40 yet, uh, when you get to be 40, uh, you have to drop your pants and turn around and the doctor uh, makes sure you don't have prostate cancer. And <laughs> I should go get that checked. I haven't done that. Um, when he did that yesterday and they like was, you know, it just takes a second, whatever. And as he was taking his gloves off, he goes, you want to know something funny? <laughs> or you want to hear a funny story? 
And I'm like, no, this is not the time that I want to hear a funny story. One, uh, because I'm feeling not correct at the moment. Uh, and two, I don't know what this story is going to be about. I assume because you're a doctor that it's not going to be what my 15 year old brain is thinking it's going to be about. But immediately I was like, oh yeah, I was doing this uh, prostate exam the other day and then this happened. Yeah. Uh, But really he wanted to say that he had a, uh, a guy who came in earlier in the morning who had said, Hey doc, you remember a year ago when I was in here and you told me that COVID wasn't going to be a big deal and that it, uh, it'll probably be over in a month or two. Yeah. Uh, And he's like, yeah, I really, really missed the boat with that one. So yeah, but yeah, I was, uh, the, just the the time to remind doctors about that kind of thing. That's the kind of stuff, you know, I don't think people in general want to be reminded about that, but you know, something of that significance. Don't, don't do that, sir. (laughs) <laughs> right, right, exactly. So, but then for him to then tell his next patient, like, yeah, oh, as he's you know taking his jelly finger gloves off, <laughs> uh, like, uh, yeah, thanks, bro. I'm good. Can I get a tissue or four before we <laughs> do the joke? So I, I have to apologize. I don't know if if it's audible in uh, in your on your speakers or audible to those of you listening, but, uh, we have a puppy, a pandemic puppy and she, uh, well, she's like eight months old, nine months old now. Um, she heard me getting excited, uh, down here Mm -hmm. talking and now she wants to be a part of the conversation uh, from upstairs across the room. And, uh, I can't get her to quiet down from here. So that's too bad. Hopefully. I bet you're going to say you had no snare in your headphone. I, I can you turn the snare up in my headphone? I have no snare. <laughs> no snare. I have no snare. I have a barking American Cocker Spaniel, but I have no snare. Hmm. Um, I learned something uh, now that I, my old dog didn't like to walk as much. She was more of right. like a, uh, like lay down and Lap dog. rest dog. That's probably why she died of heart disease. Um, but she, uh, um, uh, rest in peace, Selena. But the, um, the poop bags, when you're carrying the poop bags, when you're walking, oh, yeah. I've learned now that I've, I'm walking so much every day is yep. that a uh, little, little pro tip, uh, tie it lower on the poop bag so that it doesn't swing when you're walking. And that's a little, uh, a little tip from your uncle fuzz lower, like closer to the poop. Yeah. Closer to the poop. So most, uh, poop bag holders have a little, like, uh, bag holder on it as well. Like a full bag holder. So, uh-huh. so when you pick up the poop, uh-huh. you tie it lower on there. Otherwise it like swings around and like the poop will fling around and wrap around bump your, your leg. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bump your leg. <laughs> hey uh, man, you're bumping to my leg, yeah, dog. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a sack full of quarters, like <laughs> soft quarters, soft quarters. It's just it's like a sack full of poop bumping like, your leg. It's the like, most disgusting feeling. <laughs> oh wait, that's exactly oh, what it is. It's really a sack full of poop hitting your leg. And uh, there you go. So uh, let's see. We got prostate exam. We got a uh, poop sack. 50 cent. <laughs> Dog walk. We got 50 cent. Um, so we're we're using Skype right now because we're, uh, I think because we, call, we called each other's. <laughs> we didn't invest in Zoom. That's why. <laughs> we'll we, not be paying for that. We, we, yes. Well, that one, yes, we won't be paying for that, but. What do you typically use at work? A Zoom. You use Zoom? Okay. Zoom, like 
constantly. Um, okay. The only time, the only other thing I've ever used, and don't ever use Skype. Uh, the only other thing would be um, <clears throat> Teams. I didn't, we use we, and we have, we're a Google Shop. But yeah, we don't here. even use the Google Hangouts. And then um, the only other thing I've used is um, Teams for um, just uh, some like volunteer work I do. Yeah, but um, that straight up Zoom everything. It's just we have an enterprise license where I work because sure. they're big enough. So. It's just all Zoom everything. I've even got my own Zoom URL. Oh, so, I, do, I, have yes. a, I have my own GoToMeeting URL, which is uh, I have a four letter URL, which is pretty great. Cool. I'm going to dox you here. That's cool. Let's um, see if we can guess it. Yes. It's, it's four letters. <laughs> yeah. It's fuzz. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we. We immediately, because remember Zoom had issues right away at the beginning of the oh, pandemic yeah. uh-huh. where they had the security issues and our yep. IT dudes were like, hey, nobody use Zoom at all for anything. Right. Uh, if your client wants to use Zoom, try not to. First, try to talk them out of it and then right. use Zoom. Um, and so we have been on GoToMeeting and nobody else is using it. So every time right. we have a client call, they're like, oh, sorry, I'm seven minutes late. I had to download and unpack the GoToMeeting and they'd give it yeah. all the permissions, yeah. um, which has been kind of tough, but. That's a Citrix tool, right? No, I think GoToMeeting is uh, uh, its own deal. It's like, oh, okay. Uh, who owns GoToMeeting? We'll research on live let's, on the show. Let's here. find it. Log me in as the name. I knew it was something like that. Oh, uh, oh, it is Citrix. Oh, Citrix <laughs> was the name of this. Okay. Oh, okay. Right, uh, right. Yeah. Anyway, so it looks like either it nah, was. but Citrix is more than that because Citrix is you can actually like run software over the internet. So it's more than just this. Log me in is the parent company. They bought Citrix and merged it in. That's what it was. Got it. So, um, but. We used I haven't listened to talk radio in a long time, so I, that was always heavily advertised <laughs> on there. So I haven't I haven't heard of the move. That's where I've yeah. lost. Yeah, it would be uh, uh, that and Indeed.com. Uh, yep. is, is, and buy gold. Oh, yes. Or silver, depending on which silver, one. Silver, right. Yes. And uh, gold bullion and yeah. gold bond. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, gold bond medicated gold powder. Gold bond medicated powder. Yes, yes. Uh, good day. Um, so, okay. You guys use Slack, though, at work, right? You said? Yeah, dude, I use so many different tools. You got Slack, use Asana. Oh, yeah, we use Trello. I, I have people who use Trello. So some one of the teams I'm on, so I'm sort of in a unique position at my job. I am the only person who does the type of work I do. And I cut across a lot of different teams. So there are probably about 10 to 12 different teams mm-hmm. um, in my office working on a variety of projects. And some of the teams use Trello. Some of the teams use Asana. You know, some of the, everybody uses, well, everybody's on Slack, but not everybody uses it. And so, uh, and some people just like to do email threads of their things. So uh, project management for me is a bit of a nightmare. Oh, I bet. <laughs> yeah, we, we use Slack for internal communications and like our video meetings internally are all Slack and then outgoing it's GoToMeeting. Mm-hmm. Um, most of us use Trello for project management, but yeah, uh, and I use Trello for everything, man. I use it for like yeah. home, you know, like yeah. stuff I need to do around the house. Sticky notes. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
Uh, and I use Evernote a lot. Oh, yeah. Well, you and I were talking about that. I didn't even realize Evernote was still a thing. Do they still yeah. have a little elephant icon? They do. They do. Nice. Uh, um, I like Asana's pretty good um, for project management. It's basically they have boards inside of it like Trello. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. And on top of that, I actually also use Microsoft DevOps. So, oh. and so I've got for project management and, and things like that. So we've got Trello, <clears throat> DevOps, and Asana. And I feel like there's something else too. There's probably a Google thing in there for like some of the other things I'm on. So, oh yeah, there's yeah, a, there's was, a lot of uh, passwords to remember. Yeah, for nonprofit work, I'm on a few boards, and we all use uh, Hangouts for that. Um, yep. Which just adds, yeah, just like you said, adds a whole bunch of stuff to that. Uh, we're using House Party, and no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Clubhouse. Uh, uh, when the pandemic first started, uh, House Party was. Like a thing for a while. Is is it still a thing? Are people still doing that? Because I feel like it, the burnout level on House Party was pretty fast. Do you remember? I only I only ever used it with you and a couple of our friends. Yeah. And um, I I never went on to House Party unless I got a notification that said Frank's on House Party. Oh yeah. And I was like, yeah. oh yeah, let's go see what Frank's doing. And that was kind of about it. But I never, ever went out of my way to say, hey, let's all sit around at Friday night at seven o'clock on house party. Like, <laughs> right. it's just, I, yeah. Yeah. It, I think talking to people in this two-dimensional sense, mostly because all of us are doing it for work, it got really old really fast from, yeah. from doing this. Hopefully soon we'll be able to do stuff in person again. And, right. Uh, like, uh, I want to be able to throw something at you and have it hit you and not just my computer. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I don't want to risk breaking a monitor and having to go. Right. Yeah. Right. I, uh, yeah. yeah. Shanna, uh, my wife got her vaccine on Friday. Hmm. Uh, so she's got her first shot and the president <clears throat> said, awesome. president said we should have uh, enough shots for all of us adults by the end of May, which is not well, too long for to administer though. Then that's the real issue. Well, I'm going to get my administer license and I'll run up and give you one. That's cool. They got to start doing them with the, uh, <clears throat> like they used to do back in the day with like the gun thing and then just get everybody in a line and just, you know, like, yeah, you know, I agree. I think that's a great idea. I think that nothing could go wrong with that. I know the microchipping will have soap and much faster that way. <laughs> oh man, did you get your five, five G chip yet? Uh, yeah. <laughs> My reception is great. <laughs> That's I, I don't know if we covered this on the show, but I had said this to somebody at one point. Everybody was all worried a few years ago about uh, how NSA was, you know, keeping track of everyone's text messages and emails and all this. There's this huge data warehouse somewhere in New Mexico or somewhere. And everybody's like, oh, I can't believe they're tracking our text messages and stuff. I said, you know, the problem here is they have a real branding issue or, you know, messaging. What they ought to do is not say that, you know, or to hide the fact that they're keeping all these. They should say, we'll give you unlimited backup for life on all of your devices <laughs> if you, you know, just drop your stuff into our cloud. Right. That we can access whenever we want. It's like, well, okay. And also the stuff you put in there may be used against you. Uh <laughs> well, that, but they're already doing that. Right. But they're already doing that. So, you know, I mean, I think if they just sort of spun it a little bit differently, that, that's a bit, a bit of a management problem. And now you have to be able to, like, tech support people who can't you yeah. know, access their stuff. Yeah. But, you know, there, there's really an opportunity for them to kind of get everybody on board with it. Because, I mean, man, my photos, which are, you know, I need a backup of my six bad pictures of a plate I took. Yes. You know, you know that 
I need that. I have so to, I have to say, up for me. I have to say uh-huh. Google Photos is pretty yeah. awesome. Um, I've got a Google Home Hub and um, uh, they, it backs stuff up, but and, which is good. It backs like stuff juvenile? up for my, yes, it, it backs that photo up um, and uh, the photos with a Z up. No, I don't know. Um, but the I'm cool thing is if you, if you go into Google photo and type in like pictures of people with beards in your own photos, it will find all of the pictures of people with beards. Swear nice. to God. It's pretty cool. Uh, like find, find all the photos of horses. You know, if you just type horses in uh, yeah. the phone, it'll bring all like that. And, uh, what about people who just had prostate checks? Well, bring yes, up pictures yes. of you. Picture, uh, bring up pictures of people who are making the, I just had a prostate exam face. And also, what are you doing taking pictures of that? <laughs> uh, it's not that you took a picture of it. It's that somebody actually like put a logarithm in it and that yeah. matched with one of your faces <laughs> from something random. Right. Well, you're very surprised. Um, <laughs> that's something that you knew was going to happen yet. Didn't know uh, how it was going to happen. <laughs> right. Uh, could not carry pro- album cover. I think looks like that. <laughs> you ever feel like a plastic bag? Um, <laughs> <laughs> you ever feel like there's a plastic bag of poop bumping against your leg? <laughs> uh, thank you, Kitty Purry. Um, so today I, I was thinking we've been in this now for a year. It's like this next week is, is a year. The pandemic, the, oh, the quarantine, yeah. this life. And I thought if we could go back in time and tell ourselves something, so it'd be like, hey, Fuzz, you know, like, oh, yeah, like, buckle up. Oh, <laughs> um, sure, yeah. So, what would be something that you would tell yourself in March of 2020? Right. From your March 2021, you. Um, well, as a dad, I think the first thing I would tell myself is to um, get my kids used to going outside daily and 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 set a specific amount of time. Um, I've I've gotten to the point now, and it's harder in the winter, mm-hmm. but um, where they just are not going outside. Um, and I've actually bought um, my oldest son a pedometer because I'm trying to. He's very um, mathematical, analytical, and I'm trying to show him that he's not moving at all. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, I try to explain to them, like, if you were in school, you would at least be walking between classes. You would be outside for recess. And if you're older, you'll be walking to class, you'll be in gym, you'll go to lunch, all that. You know, I mean, in, at home, you're not walking between classes. You're barely coming upstairs for lunch. You don't go outside. You know, you're not getting any exercise. I get a lot of exercise because I take it upon myself to go out and run and walk and do things like that. But I would be more rigorous with myself in getting my kids to go outside for a certain amount of time every day. I think it's better for their mental health to have fresh air and sunlight and things like that. And also just the exercise because they just need it more than they're getting. And now they're sort of in this place where it's like, well, we just don't do that. You know, right. like that's just not what we do. So doing it now is like, eh, I don't want to. And now you got to fight that fight. Yeah. Oh, totally. I actually, so my youngest now is in in-person school uh, here. Um, mm-hmm. My, 
but she wasn't at the beginning. Like the you know when everybody went home, it would just right. went virtual. Uh, right. Though we were getting into warmer weather, it was easier to get outside. Those kinds of things. My oldest is doing virtual, a total online high school. Yep. You know her junior year, yep. and she she does work. She works in retail. And mm-hmm. so the um she and she got her license over the summer this year. License to drive. Yeah. Which was also crazy because she didn't have to take a, you know, like behind the wheel driver's test. It was just what? Yeah, man. They they were because of COVID, they're like, like if the you're, wild west out there. If, if you're 16 and you got uh you did all of your uh you know, behind the wheel drivers like classes, but not the actual you know, test. Right. Uh, once you turn 16, if you've taken all the stuff and you have all the hours in, you're good to go. So wow. No parallel parking with some weird person sitting next to you, judging every move you make. Which your spouse? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean your spouse. I meant if you're married. No, that was good. You know, you're like, your spouse. Oh, you're like yeah, I don't. I didn't get that either. I'm divorced. Um. <laughs> yeah. No, it's uh uh yes. You get so, that. What's that? I used to get that. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And then uh, now my kids do it actually. But yeah, dad. Oh, so yeah. And so, yeah, my kids are all virtual. My kids have all been virtual this year. So they had, yeah. they had a, um, a virtual option. So that's been really nice. Yeah. But, we, uh, mine. I don't know if my youngest daughter's school has a virtual option. I'm in a very, very uh, red area that's been like anti-science. So, um, hmm. you know, here we are, um, in, in this particular, uh, municipality yeah. that I'm in, they were huh. very mad, very, very mad that my sure. local Piggly Wiggly installed self checkers the other day. Uh-huh. That was, uh, yeah, I, I, I agree with them though. I do not care for the self checkout. I know we're kind of deviating from the topic here, but I get very annoyed I don't, I don't shop a lot. I've sort of got into, um, less consumerism and I only try to buy things I will be consuming and not just like going to target to pick out the signs that say gather and things like that. (laughs) That's not like, I don't go shopping for, um, the enjoyment of shopping anymore, which is nice. But the one thing that really annoys me is when I go to target and I go inside, as opposed to having them bring everything out to me is that they will only have like one checkout open and then like five of these self checkouts. And the thing that's annoying to me is like, I've got a cart full of stuff. I don't want to like try and shove it all onto one of those little mini kiosks. Yep. And then on top of that, the price of the goods in the store are the prices are built into, you know, workers and how many people they assume are going to work on the front end. So now all of a sudden, like I'm doing the work that you would be paying somebody for off the profit of what I'm paying for. So it's like, uh, maybe get a discount when you work on the checkout. Like if you do a self checkout, you get a dollar off or something right. or, you know, 2%. Or one percent, just something like give me a little something, like make it worth my while. <laughs> but the dude, the other crazy thing is, I was at a self checkout and the self checkout lines were just as long as the oh, other yeah. ones. Like, and so it's like, what's the value here? I you can't self checkout when you got a cart full of stuff. Like, I if agree. you have four things, well, I know you do, and I know people can. But I mean, like, the real value on the self checkout is like, I got three things. I'm not waiting in this line <laughs> behind Jeff, who's got a cart full of like 800, you know, pounds of food. Right. Well, there's no staging area, so you can like you know, take all the stuff out and then repack it in bagged. Right. So the, right. And uh, that's, that's the problem with stores. I think is that they've conditioned people to buy so much stuff that now when they do the self checkout, they have these very small things, which are designed for, I've got three things, I've got 10 things, whatever. 
but if you have a cart full of stuff, it's just, it's not functional. Yeah. So I think you're going to have to make that jump. Yeah. Well, anyway. so, so at our local pig, um, everybody on the local, uh, <laughs> the local social media group, uh, for our municipality area is, uh, up in arms saying, well, it's cause $15 an hour minimum wage, which isn't uh. even like in and anything yet. And when in reality it was because the local pig couldn't hire enough people to do the work, nobody wanted to work. Right. So they, they had to get machines because they didn't have the, the right. labor to do the work. So right. uh, now they could have increased their wages or right. they could have installed these robots and just have one person man it. And, uh, right. and there we are. So, right. Um, so my first thing I'd tell myself at the beginning yes. of the pandemic would be <clears throat> make your workspace as comfortable as you can right now. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't try to tough it out because, uh, at first I, I think I went like six months, maybe five months where I was working in the corner of the dining room, yeah. you know, uh, kids home, uh, yep. my wife teaching at home. We'd have to switch places. Eventually yep. I moved down into the basement, which yep. our basement was horrible before. And I've, I've set it up. So it's, you know, I even put worse. It, I put it, yeah, so it's even worse now. Um, the one thing I do want to get down here in the basement is a urinal because, yes. uh, I'm down <laughs> here so much and I'm, I'm drinking a gallon of water a day. Good and you. yeah, thanks. And, um, and it's, it's tough to like, oh man, I got to go upstairs. I'm going to wake the puppy up. Uh, she's going to start barking yeah. you know, and you know, we've got a sink down here so I can wash my hands, all that stuff. If I just had a, uh, you know, it's like, I, I keep joking with it with Shanna, but I, I do also start pricing it out. Like how much would it be? It's 170 bucks on Wayfair to buy a nice, like yeah. home use urinal yeah. and then a plumber, well, I don't know, what, 200 bucks. You, you know what you could buy? And I've seen these and I, I was surprised at how inexpensive they are. They have these little plastic ones to teach boys to go in a urinal and you hang on the wall and they're like 15 bucks. And then they have like a little removable tray, like a potty chair. Yeah. So you can just go in that and then just drag just, the cup upstairs and be like, uh, you know, when she gets tired of that, then you'll be like, oh, I guess maybe we should buy the, the regular one, huh? The plush I one. I think I like the idea of carrying a bucket of my own pee around the house less yeah. than I like the idea of going upstairs and waking up the puppy. <laughs> that's what you should do. We like, yeah. what's that smell? Like, oh, that's just the potty. <laughs> Sorry, well, you know, it's <laughs> just potty. Fuzzy go potty. That's um, right. So get comfortable would be my first one. What's your second that's one? That's a good one. Um, my second one, uh, invest in Amazon. Yeah. Like buy some Amazon stock pronto. And I've always thought about buying Amazon stock before. I mean, I um, thought about this a few years ago when I stood in line <clears throat> on Black Friday and <laughs> um, started to see a lot of that shift. Um, but uh, man, if like last January, somebody would have been like, uh, take every spare cent you have and buy Amazon stock. Not that I had any spare cents, but I would have. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that would have been amazing. Really anything that was helping people work from home. So, uh, digital companies that do the, you know, yeah. video chats, um, people who are making, uh, video cameras, um, yeah. <laughs> jogging pants. <laughs> um, yeah. 
slippers. And, and, and I'm wondering, <laughs> so so the market's probably pretty low on companies that make work shoes and work attire. I'm wondering if well, I meant work shoes being slippers. I didn't oh, mean yeah. work oh, shoes no, no. like at home. Oh no, totally. Well, we we had that conversation. I think you bought yeah. the pair that I bought because I uh, my yeah. my work uh, mucklucks are wonderful. Yeah. Um, yeah. But eventually, we're gonna have to go back in the office, and you're probably not gonna be uh-huh. wearing clothes that you bought. Uh, you know, or that you were wearing at the end of 2019. Uh, yeah. Maybe you will, maybe you won't. Uh, but I'm guessing a lot of people are going to buy uh, new shoes, new, oh, sure. you know, like work apparel. Like if, if there's like, I don't know, is Gap still a thing? Um, but you know, like companies like that that are. I think they closed a bunch actually. That, I'm sure they did. But, um, you know, Old Navy, those kinds of things, same company, I guess. But if you, yeah, um, I'm assuming that once people start going back, in mass, it's going yeah. to be there's going to be a spike in people shopping. That'll Plus, be a spike, but you got to buy it now, and then when everybody goes back and buys, and the stock goes up, then you got to sell it because that's going to be a short term thing. Like right. it's not gonna that's not gonna hang forever. I think Amazon's gonna hang forever. Honestly, oh yeah, oh yeah. I think Amazon I mean, it, and it jumped like insane. And I wouldn't even like Zoom would have been good to jump in on. And I'm and I say this like I'm some sort of investor. Like I own <laughs> zero stocks. Okay, yep. I'm not a stonk guy. So, um, but I just been looking at things. It's like, oh man, that would have been good. To the like, moon. Zoom would have been Zoom would have been good to get in on, but I wouldn't keep with it. I mean, like, uh, it won't go up like Amazon yeah. will continue to go up. Yeah, I agree. The um, uh, I I think I, the only thing that'll we're sitting here talking like we're experts. We're not experts. Uh, this is not financial advice. We're just two guys talking. Why do we have to tell people that? It's not like we're even presenting ourselves that way. We're talking about getting a prostate exam and a urinal in your base. And all of a sudden it's like, well, these guys said I should buy Ethereum, you know? Um, but uh, I, I think the only thing that'll bring Amazon down will be if they regulate it somehow to um, break it up. You know, that's too big yeah. or something like that. Yeah, but I mean, if you got in early enough, I mean, even breaking it up, it won't. Oh, yeah. It's not like you're, you know what I mean? Like, that's just paper at that point. Yeah. It's, it's by paper, you mean hundreds. Right. <laughs> just print it in long sheets. Yes. I, I, I have bands that make them dance. Um, <laughs> you know? No. What, would be, what would be your uh, second thing there while you're drinking coffee? While I'm drinking coffee. Um, I'm trying to ask you a question while you're drinking. Like, let me interrupt you. Mine would be to make the most of the time at home with my family. And I, I think we did, but like not to like cherish it because there's not going to be another time, hopefully knock on wood in American history where we're all forced to be at home for as long as we were. So, uh, instead of feeling trapped about it, feel, you know, do your best to make the most of every minute of it. I, you know, we had our, um, our dog, Alina, our old uh, Cocker Spaniel, she died during quarantine, which, you know, it was sad, but it was also, we got to spend three months with her before she passed. Yeah. And, you know, we didn't know she was, you know, she went pretty, pretty quickly. Um, yeah. But the, we didn't know she was sick. She would have probably been home alone, uh, you know, right. all, all by herself. Time. That would have happened. And, and we wouldn't have had that time with her. And then also, you know, just the time with the, you know, the kids when they're young, uh, right. they're going to remember this forever. Um, we didn't get that kind of time with our parents, uh, mm-hmm. probably when we were kids. So, uh, so just cherish it and make the most of it would be my, yeah. my second. Yeah, that's a good one. I think, uh, yeah, there was a lot of people had a hard time with that at first because they <clears> didn't <throat> want to be told what to do. 
whatever the case was, didn't want to be at home. And then all of a sudden you have to make this huge adjustment when, you know, it's like, how do I deal with these people on a daily basis and try and do what I assume is a normal work day and also deal with all the other things that are going on and not be perpetually busy with all of the things that I've built into my life, which I think is a, a real problem is that I think a lot of people, um, are perpetually busy and intentionally overschedule themselves so they don't have to deal with a lot of the emotional things that they have going on in their life. It's like, well, if I'm really busy, I don't have to sit down and deal with this problem or we don't have, we can kind of just glaze by it because gosh, I got to get the kids to soccer practice or, you know, there's a meeting. And, um, I think that was where a lot of people struggled. I mean, there's definitely, uh, jobs and, and problems like that. People either being unemployed or things like that. But, Um, I think a lot of people were forced to feel their feelings and that was where a lot of uh, the aggression and and angst was coming from, from people where they just didn't realize they had them or, and so the outlet of that was usually, uh, not pretty. (laughs) Right. I'm hoping a lot of people got through that. It seems like a lot of people have, they, they might not acknowledge it, but at least it's tamped down some. So that's good. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely, I mean, there's, there is covid uh exhaustion going on um i mean like we're pat we're past just typical exhaustion it's kind of more like right. apathy and uh you know it, i have a hard time with it being the topic of conversation yeah uh, every day you know on in, in certain groups of people i talk to and it's just like that's all they want to talk about and it's just like it's, it's burnout. You know what I mean? And it's like, and, um, it's hard because it's like, it's not much is changing. There's not a lot to talk about, but if that's the topic conversation, it's It's like, it's like, what else is happening? You know, it's like people need to, and I'm not saying people, I'm saying everyone needs to find something, other things in their lives that exists outside of the news and, and, and world events. Yeah. So when I went to the doctor yesterday, the, uh, the nurse before, you know, like when they take your blood pressure and pulse and all that, she said, okay, just mm-hmm. a couple questions. Um, in the past two weeks, have you had any feelings of, uh, being down, depressed, lonely? Um, and I'm like, well, I, I said, I, I don't know. I don't want to answer this. Like I need, I don't feel like I need help. Um, I'm not, I'm not in any sort of self harm area, but asking this question right now, is that, uh, what kind of, what kind of answers are you getting? I suppose there may be some people who really do need that, but I just kind of think like the general bar is set so low that how, how much lower do you have to to be like, Uh, if you were to compare me, like, I don't know, 2019, before this all happened to now, yeah. yeah, I'm, I'm a lot lower, I would think, but right. it's not as, uh, it, it's not like, it's not a right. spike down. It's now it's just kind of depressed. Like right. everything's depressed. Speaking right. of, uh, people talking about the pandemic, I can't listen to podcasts f- that happened before the pandemic when okay. people were like, um, you know, before they knew this was all going to happen, when they're talking about going out or, you know, they got a show they're going to do or these kinds of things. Mm-hmm. I can't listen to them. I feel like they're, I feel like it's so, um, uh, what, what's the word like naive or, or, um, uh, you know, just like knowing what I know now, I'm like, oh, this was, this yeah. time sounds so, you know, like they're complaining about going to a, Dangerous like a hotel or, whatever, or something. Yeah. Just, and, or, um, 
Yeah, reckless. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Now I'm like, ah, oh, I can't do it. Or watching shows where there's big groups of people. Yeah. It's just, it's tough. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, somebody, I had heard somebody say something similar to that. And now we're doing the thing that we're talking about, not yeah. enjoying what we're talking about. But um, just even watching like movies where it's like people or, you know, uh, like comedy specials or things like that or movies. And it's like, I was watching a show and it's like, People are just out, you know, eating dinner together. And yeah. I just think, oh, wow, that's so weird. Like, yep. and, and the question will be is how will, uh, not documentaries and things like that, but how will fictional accounts of, you know, will this get covered in, um, fictional accounts of time, you know, like, will they show people eating in restaurants with these weird plastic dividers or, eat, you know, <laughs> ma- I think right. the eating in restaurants thing is insane. Like I know everybody wants to go out and pretend like everything's fine, but man, I'm going to be honest, like. I don't understand how somebody's going to be like, you need to wear a mask, but I'm going to go eat at a restaurant or sit at a bar and drink. And that's okay. As long as I have a mask on in between the time when I'm eating and drinking like that, yeah. that doesn't make sense to me. And I mean, I, 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 I don't know how to respond to business owners who own those businesses, but it's just, it's, it, it, it's out of my expertise. It just doesn't make sense. <laughs> right. All right. Well, I want to get into all that. But anyway, I just want to, I want to tell everybody, this is how I feel and y'all have to deal with it. And now we're moving on. <laughs> there you go. Um, so my third one would be, and it's similar to what yours, your second one was, mm-hmm. is that for the most part, timelines mean nothing. Um, when I started, um, working from home, so I, I'm single dadding four kids. Um, so, um, while they're doing school and my youngest one is in kindergarten, um, this year and they're all virtual, which means that the, and luckily it's, they're on a third party platform. So it's not like they're trying to do like the teachers teaching yeah. in the class and they're watching at a distance and trying to do the exact same thing as the class. They're not doing that. They're yeah. actually doing a completely virtual, like online, like you do like or, online college kind of stuff, like where yeah, it's, yeah, exactly. it, like you've got a curriculum you need to do and here's the stuff and right. here's the video on how to do it and those kinds of things. Yeah. And they have zoom meetings every day with their teacher and their class. And then they'll have an individual check in once a week. Um, the cool thing for them is, is that, <clears throat> you know, sometimes they'll be done in like an hour or yep. maybe two, which is great. Again, this is getting them into going outside more because it's like, you know, you've got now 12 or 13 hours of your day that you are awake and not having to do school. <laughs> right. Like do something. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess what my is more that timelines don't aren't the same. So it's like your kids are going to get up at 6 a.m. and do their two hours of school. And then, you know, by the time you're ready to start work, you know, and so but don't expect to be like, well, I'm going to sit in front of my computer and do work straight through from eight to four every day. It's like, yeah. you're going to be doing it like this, you know, like I'm doing my hand signals here, yeah, which yeah, everybody, yeah, yeah. everybody can't see I, on the podcast. <laughs> uh, you know, you're going to be doing work in bites, you know, much like you would do work in bites during the day. But I don't think people see that because they feel like, well, I'm in the office and I'm walking down the hall and I'm talking to somebody, but it's, it's work, but it's not like I'm sitting at my computer and working. Yeah. So there was a lot of that. Um, I think there was a lot of, for me, there was a lot of um, growing pains and expectations of like, I'm not performing well because I'm not sitting at my computer and working for, you know, eight hours, nine hours straight. Um, how do you deal with that? Um, how do you deal with, <clears throat> you know, your kids not doing school, you know, all day? And, and, and how does that work into your home life? Um, and just, you know, the other thing too, is that you have to realize that other people are going through the same thing. And so I think including the people who you think are judging you. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Your your boss, if you, if you have a boss, your boss is going through the same situation. Um, Right. Where it's different than before the pandemic, when people worked from home, there wasn't that empathy. It was the, oh, 
you know, Jeff's going to work from home. I'm guessing he's spending, you know, three hours a day napping or something or like, you know, yeah, exactly. And, um, and now it's like, uh, no, everybody got thrown into this at the same time together. And I think we all have more empathy for it. And I'm guessing the workplace is going to change dramatically, uh, like forever, uh, based on this. So, right. Yep. Uh, my last one would be log out of Facebook yeah, and just stay logged out as long as you can because nothing good happens there. And, um, and it's been a, uh, it's been free. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, I said it, it is a cesspool, uh, but it's like, I, I think we talked about this last time, yeah. but, uh, you know, just get off there and don't don't even sully yourself with it because it just will get you angry and you'll be in your house angry with nothing to do uh, except for be angry about it and make more other people angry and right. perpetuate. So <clears throat> knock it off. Yes. Yes. So that I that. recommend getting on Duolingo instead. Yes. Yeah. Duolingo. They, I, did we the talk about finest, uh, Language, you know, book learner. Did, whatever. did like, we language. did we talk about this last time? I can't remember. I, I, I think so. Oh, so I had to change my password on Duolingo, and now they think I, I'm back because uh, I had a, I had a password that was <laughs> compromised. So I had to go and change a bunch of places that I was using the same password. Don't do that. Have a different password for everything. Uh, anyway, um, I gotta do that. I <laughs> went to change it, and now they're like, "Hey, Fuzz." Five minutes for German every day. Like, hey, 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 dude, do you have five minutes to learn German? Yeah. You yeah. have, or or they get aggressive, like, you have five minutes. Like, knock off whatever you're searching right now and come learn German. Right. right. Um, I've, have you seen that meme where it's like, somebody's like, hey, a text, it's like, hey, what are you up to? It's like nothing. And it's like, it's me, the Duolingo owl. I knew you weren't doing anything. <laughs> I have not seen what? that. That's awesome. <laughs> there were some expletives fl- thrown in there too, but <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Uh yeah. So I love Duolingo, man. I like at first I was like, ah, I've really got into the game. The game they've done a good job with gamification on yep, it. And so yep. I've really got into that. And my uh Spanish has really been um uh muy bueno. <laughs> muy bueno. <laughs> Uh, no bueno. Um, I, yeah, I did German every single day. I had a streak that went for longer than a year. Wow. Uh, and then I, I was went, feeling good about 50 days today. And then I'm on I, my 50 day streak today. And then, oh, nice. Uh, I haven't been on it in probably since early on in the pandemic, but I'm in uh, the amethyst league. Where did you get to? Oh, I don't even know. now. Did you get up to diamond or did they even have that then? I feel like they keep adding in new yeah, things. I'm now. not sure if they had that at that point, but I went to Germany. Um, and I'm like, I am equipped to speak to Germans and right. I'm like, hello, the gates. And they're like, Oh, Hey, what's up American guy. Hey, do you mind <laughs> if I practice my, uh, uh, my English on you? Because, That's awesome. because we learn it here in our school and we don't get to talk to Americans a lot. And <laughs> I'm like, Oh, I'm like, how about this is nicht gut? And then they're like, oh, you're, you're adorable. Let's just speak English. Uh, so I didn't really have to, it was good for like reading signs. Um, Uh, like, oh, this is our exit. Um, this is the library, right? (laughs) Um, which is, I think the same in every language except for English is like some version of bibliotech, (laughs) Bibliotech. (laughs) Um, but the, uh, 
Uh, yeah. So I like I ordered a pretzel with mustard. I thought it was Whoa. super cool. The girls like laughing at me like, yeah, I, kn- I knew I knew you were going to order a pretzel with mustard because you looked at your wife and said, hey, we should order a pretzel with mustard. And then I said, I am pretzel mit Zenfbitte. And she's like, yeah, I, I knew what you're saying because I speak English. I speak English. <laughs> Now, better than you. Now, in France, that's different. In France, they're like, oh, we do not speak English here. What's up to you? And then um, <laughs> they were real rude, real rude uh, when we, you know, we tried. And if you speak broken French, it's just as bad as speaking, trying to get them to speak English, even though they all speak. So, right. I don't want to go off on a rant here. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Duolingo is good. Duolingo <laughs> is good. And the owl is aggressive. Yep. Uh, and that'll do it for the show. Thanks again uh, for tuning in. Yes. And uh, you can find us on Twitter at NotBadDadCast. I feel like we have to get a picture of us again now that there's uh, us, uh, you know, doing the show again. Yeah. Because for a while I couldn't have pictures because I had like rotating guests, uh, so I had mm-hmm. to take down the picture of you. It was like it was like we were broken up for a while. Uh, yeah. Uh, but now we've never ever ever <laughs> look at this photograph. Getting um, back together. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, but you can get us uh, there. You can email us at uh, notbaddadcast at gmail.com. And there's uh, there's a Facebook account that I'll post stuff to automatically, but I'm not going to check it because I'm off that isht. So um, it'll be there, right. though. So you can comment amongst yourselves. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk to you again soon on the Not Bad Dad podcast. See you.